Talking Sex Live with Chet and Diane is recorded in front of a live audience. This show is for mature audiences only. Hello, everybody. We are Talking Sex Live. Again, I'm Chet. I'm Diane. And we're unlicensed sex therapists. We are being joined from our, uh, we're in our cabin up in Aspen. And we are joined by our awesome producer once again. Uh, Wells, how are you doing tonight, Wells? Hi, everybody. I'm doing well. How are you? Cool. Uh, we are great. Um, and you, the last couple of weeks, have had uh, some. You were out on some dates. Is that right? Yeah, I, I went on out on a couple dates. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, anything that you, any notable experiences with that? Well, COVID has created some problems there. A young woman uh, messaged me on one of the dating apps and said, uh, please come over with a mask on. And so I came over with my cloth mask, and that was not the type of mask that she meant there. Ah, so, one of the BDSM so, stuff, huh? understanding. It was more of a BDSM thing mm. she was going for. Wow. Uh, not about safety. I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because uh, the last two week, the last two shows that you were out, we uh, had another producer by the name of Peter, who is uh, a sex expert as well, and also a a sex toy tester. Uh, we have him on as a collaborator, uh, just someone to go to for additional information. Welcome, Peter. How you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me back. Mm-hmm. I, uh, after my dalliances with that that uh, that board you have there, trying to make sense of all the Collins mm-hmm. and <laughs> the trouble I had, I was afraid you weren't going to ask me back. So I'm really honored that you would you would have me back now in a producer role. But uh, but as a as what I do, f- uh, I was going to say for a living. I mean, it's it's a hobby. It's a love. I, I do make some money off of it. Uh, coaching on the side, training, uh, and mm-hmm. and from the from the reviews. Yeah. Uh, mostly, though, it's, I get to keep the products, and that's really the compensation I get. That's right. And I love, again, the background. Uh, I, I love all of your mm-hmm. sex toys in the back there. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just was wondering, how often do you use there, and, and what's the process of using those? Do you just go and be like, mm, like, like, uh, like Batman trying to like put on his utility belt, or like, <laughs> like uh, uh, Neo from the Matrix, and says, "We need guns." it's we need sex toys and then i do uh come out (laughs) i did have a partner make a leather uh a leather utility belt a a a toy belt as as she called it uh for me uh actually in fact she made the full-on bandoliers Mm. um so uh, i had those with all sorts of different toys and plugs throughout it. it it made me feel a little bit like a like a sex batman i have to say although it did remind me of just i don't know how he keeps track of where each thing is in his belt because in that moment you know i needed i needed the clitoral stimulator then i needed the anal beads it's like i had to stop and look for them and that didn't uh it took me right out of the moment of feeling like some sort of a uh a much a more mature ba- i suppose batman's pretty mature but uh whatever the next stage of sexual maturity is that you can take batman to i i didn't quite feel it in that moment the way i had when i first put on the the belt and the bandolier yeah when we uh when we have a sex toy that is awesome often uh too complicated to use or too we can't just quickly get to it like 
both of our uh, my my man boner and her lady mm-hmm. boner just goes boop and mm-hmm. like it's like well we don't want to have sex anymore we just get angry and so you, you got to get a sex toy that's just like bam well we don't get angry but you know <laughs> well, and that's and that's part of my process too is figure out what toys just just mm-hmm. work so you don't mm-hmm. you don't lose your your uh, your boners that's right don't want our yeah. boners uh well is any sex toys for you any flashlights or uh, pocket pussies well, I had a question for Peter there. Uh, it looks like you have a very realistic looking uh, flaccid ah. circumcised penis mm-hmm. that has testicles. Mm-hmm. What would you use that for? Yeah, we had the same uh, question I, last time, yeah. too. <laughs> I, I, I personally don't have a need for that. I, I am uh, I am privileged enough to be a, a cisgendered male myself, so I, I'm equipped with everything I need to present the way I... I see my uh, my gender, uh, but that is uh, that's known as a packer, and that's what's used by uh, by people who uh, are transitioning uh, from female to male and feel that they they need to represent that uh, in their underwear and a bulge in a realistic fashion. It gives them a, a better sense of uh, of how they feel their body should be, or to present it how they should be. It, it's probably not my best jo- job describing it, and that's that would be better for a person, uh, a transgender person, to fully describe it, but. As a cisgendered male, that's probably the closest I can come to encompassing what that's used for. Wow. So uh, we have some callers coming mm-hmm. in, I hope. Uh, there Wells, how many, uh, who, who do we have up first here? Well, first we have BJ, okay. who is Ooh, wondering, Bojo. when's the right time to tell a partner that you only have one testicle? Wow, mm-hmm. okay. That's, that's a complicated one. That's really... Uh... Hello, you're talking sex live with Chet and Diane. I am Chet. I'm Diane. And is this BJ? Hey, oh, hey, Chet. Hey, Diane. Hi. Hey. Um, I, I like the name BJ. Uh, did you get a lot of uh, guff about that in high school, or all the time, okay. all the time? And he but you know, to use but it, you or? know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I try to use it to my advantage every once in a while. Yeah. Well, I would. I hope so. I hope you would mm-hmm. get a lot of fellatio. Um, so, uh, so you, you you have one testicle. Is that correct, or is this for a friend? Or yeah, no. Th- this is uh, this is definitely my situation, Chet. Uh, so in my case, mm-hmm. I-, I got diagnosed with testicular cancer mm-hmm. uh, back in 2015. Sorry. So it is safe to say that I am now a uh, half as nuts as I used to be. Um, so, so I lost my lefty, um, and and then my cancer did come back, but, uh, to be, to be clear, uh, that's all right. Uh, you know, I tried, there are some benefits, Chet, you know, Diana, you know, uh, my jeans fit better. I'm, you know, 50% Mm -hmm. less likely to zip my nut up in my pants now. So, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. I try to focus on the positive. You know, my chafing factor is reduced. You know, it's nice. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, Easier when to I t- big. When I, yeah, right. When I tell people that I'm a two-time testicular cancer survivor, I don't want them to think that I'm a flat bagger. It's that I still have one. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. um, so here's where, here's where the question really does, uh, you know, and I know that, you know, you guys are so good with dealing with, you know, sex questions and sex therapy and giving advice in that regard. And, you know, and uh, I was just thinking, you know what, I, I wonder really how you are before all that happens and try to get you guys' thoughts about, 
dating and relationships and really when it comes down to when is the appropriate time to tell someone that you know hey i only have one testicle now i don't mean like when i meet a girl on the first date it's the first thing you look nice hey i got one testicle yeah, i don't mean like that but at some point, with there yeah right so at some point that's going to come up and i just you know and people, you know, I've had people say to me, you know, you don't, you don't need to tell, you know, it's up to you. You could tell them, here's the thing. I wouldn't want to a lead someone on mm-hmm. and then say, you know, say, say we're 10 dates in and you know, yeah. whatever, and yeah. nothing, nothing has happened. You know what I mean? I mean, I, is it important to mention it? It's just something that I think about. And, uh, here, here's another thing. Mm-hmm. So the one thing is the physical aspect of it. And then the other side is, you know, at some point, it's probably important, especially if I want to get in a relationship with someone, that I would mention that I had some sort of health history because, one, uh, I don't know yet, and I hope that I can, but, you know, I may have fertility issues, you know, and if, and if oh, my yeah. partner would mm-hmm. like to have kids, that, you mm-hmm. know, that, that could be important. Or, I think that's you know, the biggest the fact thing that right there. Yeah. You, you, um, want you can to... wait till you've seen the mm-hmm. person for a while and then once you start to get serious you could bring up hey i may not be able to have children yeah but it, in the beginning of the first courting stages you don't need to mention that yeah it's just the true. beginning get to know the person you know you may not get serious you may and then when you do bring it up yeah sometimes if you jump out right away before they really know you with that information mm-hmm. they could scare them off um you know someone's once if if they love you, they're going to love you for who you are and not what you can do. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel that there's always a workaround if you only have, if, if your fertility options are limited, that's that's nothing new. There's a lot of people who are in the same boat as you are. And um, there's a lot of options that you can do to uh, have a baby. Um, you could do... Right. Yeah. So... But is it more about you, like, do you not want to scare them off? Is it, do you, can you not perform as well as you could with one testicle or? Right. So as it stands right now, and, and, you know, I'm currently three years in remission from relapse. So, uh, you know, we're continuing to to check my hormone levels and all that to make sure everything looks good. But, you know, there, there could be some, you know, sexual dysfunction that could be a concern. And obviously like, you know, how far do you want to go before you mention that, right? Like you wouldn't Mm want to like surprise, surprise your partner, you know, you know, months in that, you know what I mean? I, well, I, I just, I, I, I feel like months in you should be having some sexual activity. Yes. I don't know about what your <laughs> beliefs are, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, that's something that you're either going to tell them about and like, Hey, I, I can't function as well. So my sexual activity is not going to be as good. Mm-hmm. Or are you just, hope they don't freak out in the bedroom when you can't get an erection. Um, is that the situation? Have you, have you been in a situation where you've gone that's, in the bedroom? And so that's, so right now, Chet, that's not the concern at the, at this moment. Okay, However, there, 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 there is some concern in the future, giving that I have, um, you know, lost a, a gonad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's issues, especially with me getting older, uh, and I'm 40. Okay. So as I'm getting older, like, you know, the, your T levels are dropping, you know, so you want to make, you know, there's, there's a lot of things at play. And I, and I will also mention it with this and, 
like I said, this isn't something that you would, you know, kick off at the top of a date, no, obviously. No, but at some point, that. you know, I might mention, right. But I might mention, oh, you know, I'm a cancer survivor or something like yeah. that. And no, if definitely. the conversation goes mm-hmm. in that way. It's a good right. way to do it. Mm-hmm. And if they ask what type of cancer, which most people probably mm-hmm. wouldn't, uh, if you sure. said it right off the sure. bat, just be honest. You know, it's like I, I had testicular cancer and I still have one testicle and I can perform just the same. And or be honest and just say it takes just a certain amount of something to get me aroused. Just, yeah, I, I mean, whatever your situation is. So, Yeah. You know, and I, I, I think um, the biggest thing, aside from like, hey, that there could be, it, listen, if I was going to get serious with someone and I knew what I wanted to see them again, at some point, obviously, I want to kind of get some of that information out. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying like it's on the top of my head, like I got to say something. But if it comes up, you know, there's a delicate balance between when do I say something mm-hmm. and, you know, when is it and when is it too fast to say something? Because, listen, if somebody likes me and I like them and things are happening, it is important, I think, to mention my health history because um, I may say I may have, um, you know, issues uh, in the future, such as, you know, my, my radiation therapy, they told me in 10 years, I might have kidney or liver failure, oh. which, I mean, that, that could be something important to mention to a potential spouse or so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's important to tell them when you feel comfortable. Yeah. And, and also and that's when it will be right. You got to gauge the situation. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. What is this person into? Are they into something long-term or are they into something just for fun? Or is it more just, We'll see how it is. It's just, it's mainly when you're exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I ask right. a question it, here? Yeah. So uh, go yeah, ahead, Peter. Absolutely. This is this is our contributor, our uh, another sex panelist ex- expert here. Uh, Peter, go ahead. You uh, you seem hey, to have Peter. a very positive attitude about the situation, which is uh, incredibly helpful to you, certainly. Uh, uh, how 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 is your sense of humor with with what you're going, what you've been through, and 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 the, the demonstration of it? You know, Peter, that's a that's a great question. I'll be honest. At first, I was very nervous about it. It's, you know, listen, I you know I was dating around quite a bit, and I was trying to enjoy myself in life, and eventually, you know, I'd like to find the right one and stuff. And this kind of threw me through a loop, both in regards to having cancer. But then the type of cancer, you know, if I had like melanoma or something, it probably it, it wouldn't be as so concerning. However, I will say the comedy angle is pretty interesting because of the type of cancer that I have. And I have found myself using, you know, levity in light of this type of cancer to bring awareness to testicular cancer. So it's kind of a blessing in disguise, but I, I'm not going to lie to you. There were times, especially when I was first diagnosed where I was very much in my head and I was, you know, nervous on dates, you know, and if things would advance and, you know, is she going to care that I didn't get a prosthetic, you know, is that important? And actually I was going to ask Diane, you know, what her thoughts were on, you know, as a woman would, you know, it doesn't matter if there's one or two down there, believe me. She's had them all mm-hmm. or none because she likes yeah. vaginas too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I asked about the sense good, of good humor point. just because I wondered if that might be a good uh, entry point for you. Uh, something that came to mind just as a random idea. And you yourself brought up the prosthetics too. 
is, and this sounds silly, but it just crosses my mind, is if it's something that you identify with as a point of a sense of humor, if perhaps you had a prosthetic as, say, a keychain or something like that, that is just a silly thing you kept around that might be visible, might have someone ask a question of, hey, what is that? It looks like a testicle. And then it's an entry point to the conversation with mm -hmm. you. And it also demonstrates uh, your relaxed uh, handling of the situation. Sure, sense of sure. Humor. It lets you broach it in a, in a playful way where you get the information out, but you're also immediately implying to the person, this is not an oversensitive emotional subject for me. I'm willing to openly discuss it. Yes. And I, and Peter, that's, you nailed it exactly because I try to be very open about it. Uh, because one, it helps me as I'm still healing in my mm -hmm. medical trauma for lack of better terms. But, uh, I think it really also helps to bring awareness to, uh, this specific type of cancer, which doesn't often get a lot of attention. So, mm -hmm. uh, funny that you mentioned about the keychain cause we have these little, uh, I, I work with a nonprofit, the Testicular Cancer Awareness Foundation, and in North America, we're the largest uh, awareness org for TC, and uh, they often send out to all the survivors little, uh, I mean, it's about the size of your palm. It's, 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 it's a scrotum, uh, a gelatin scrotum with, uh, with a ball in it that has you know, like lumps and ridges so that you'll learn to identify what it is. So I have had those in my car before on dates and have people say like, why do you have that? Or just like uh, from your, your yeah. truck, your, your boat hitch in the yeah. back of your truck. There. That sounds that someone was asking about the Packer they saw on the screen behind yes, me. And that sounds yes. very similar. Um, <laughs> yeah. BJ, what's the ribbon? Do the, is there like a blue ribbon or is there uh, like, what's the ribbon for testicular it's, cancer? It, it is, it is, uh, it's blue. Blue is generally the color for testicular cancer. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. And, and, it, and that's April, by the way, for testicular cancer awareness. But ah, yeah, I mean, listen, there, there's, there's so many different things that my mind bounces to with just kind of issues in regards to relationships. And overall, like I'm okay with it. I just kind of wanted to get a sense this really, I mean, the heavy hitting question, I think, is when do you tell someone that you had testicular cancer and you only have one nut? And is that important? I know in the grand scheme of things, it's not that important. But let me relate it to a lot of your uh, female listeners out there and something that I've had at other testicular cancer uh, or, or other cancer conversations. And when I talk to a lot of breast cancer survivors, they are very Mm -hmm. apprehensive about how a how you know their partner may interpret their body everyone understands it like listen you're a dirtbag if you don't like someone just because they have one nut but the question is not about it's what i think the other person might think that's mm -hmm. the problem um and similarly and at, at first like i was very nervous about someone kind of touching me there you know because it, it, I, I was not used to it at that point you know it was still very fresh um, in my mind. And I know a lot of breast cancer survivors say the same thing where they, you know, feel a little uneasy at first, but obviously once you're in love with someone, like, mm -hmm. come on, it's, yeah. it's not going to be that big a deal, but, mm -hmm. but starting off, like, you know, when is it clearly not the first date you say something, you yeah. know, but maybe the second or third date, Definitely, you know, cause you're yeah, going to eventually, 
get intimate with them and they're going to see that. And I haven't met many women mm-hmm. that are just like, I love balls. Nobody I, really is. Love, yeah. I just like yeah, sucking I balls. I, I, love I them. was going to say that I, I, no. I've had multiple partners, not specifically about me, but in general say, honestly, <laughs> if there weren't balls, I wouldn't <laughs> just care. Just throw it all away. Yes. You know, they're the least interesting that. part of the package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, yeah, so. they're they're pretty gross looking, so... Uh, being down one, um, it's, yeah, not a, not a big, big deal. deal. But um, but hopefully we got uh, your questions somewhat answered. You can feel confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really yeah. good chatting with you there, BJ. Uh, I hope you live up to your name. Mm-hmm. I uh, uh, we're glad that you are here and that you're in remission. And mm-hmm. I hope you stay sex positive, my friend. Thank you both very much. Chat, Diane, Thank Peter, you. I really appreciate what you guys are doing out there, helping people like, you know, it's touchy stuff. And uh, I just appreciate having, having a, a resource. No problem. All right. Have a good night there. Night. You too. Good night. All right. Wells. Wow. Sorry. You were a little mm. quiet there. I thought you were sleeping yeah, little... for a second. Are you all right? You okay there? No. I was no. just contemplating yeah. taking it all. Yeah. No, that's a lot. That is a lot. I actually have like balls. You you, you, you have met you women fa- who like balls. Yeah, like they they, they, they like, like they're visually appealing. Like that turns me on. Just... on they think they're fun. They ah. think they're fun. Huh. That's but cool. I'm sure it wouldn't matter to you know 95 to 99 percent of women that a man only has one testicle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Yeah, no, they... and I, I think some people are fetishists about certain things, which is true. fine. But mm-hmm. it is also oftentimes the. The other side mm-hmm. of the problem is that someone uh, someone feels fetishized for a part of their body, and so it's it's one thing I imagine for women to have the bre- the consciousness issue of a mastectomy because they know it's such uh, a visual appeal, a physical appeal to yeah, men. Totally. Uh, but but the testicles don't, for the most part, share the same status. Mm-hmm. Yes. But but the bottom line is the right partner will love you for who you are, no matter what. Exactly. Uh, well, moving on. Do we have somebody, somebody else uh, on the uh, the old call board there? Well, certainly do, Chen and Diane. We have Leah drained her and her husband's savings to oh. start an online business. Wow. Oh, All right. Hello. Hello. You're... you're talking sex live with Chet and Diane. I'm, I'm Diane. And I'm Chet. <laughs> and... Hi. Hi, Leah. How are you doing tonight? I'm great. How are you? We're great. Okay. Uh, just uh, enjoying ourselves. We're up uh, at a cabin outside of Aspen in Colorado, just cozy, drinking some scotch. Ooh. Yeah, we're about to, you know, afterwards, we're going to have some fun. Um, how about you? How are you doing? Um, I, I could be better. I'm, I'm a little stressed out. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's going on there, Leah? Um, so, you know, as, as, you know, you know, everybody's going through hard times financially. Um, so, you know, one night I was sleeping and it just came to me in a dream that I should open my own business, my own online business. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like my, my husband probably would have been a little hesitant because, you know, we're, we're not working mm-hmm. like we were. Um, so I decided to just do it. I, I, I went to the bank. I, I, withdrew our life savings Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i just figure i would surprise him Mm -hmm. with the funds that i got from my new business okay okay um uh but uh things aren't aren't going well i i um ordered all the supplies i even 
um, got a storage unit to keep all the supplies because I thought it would be a little suspicious that it would come here. Okay, that makes and, sense. And um, I, I decided to open an online um, phone case company. Okay. Um, I, I made them all myself. Mm-hmm. Um, some with sequins and some with fur. And um, yeah, it, it's been about uh, four months now and uh, I haven't sold one. Oh wow! Um, but I, I, I do. I well, I did sell one, but uh, they returned it, so I had to give them their money back. Got it. Um, but uh, yeah, I so I, I am paying monthly for this storage unit full of sequins and fake fur and mm-hmm. um, other supplies. And um, I feel like my husband is starting to get suspicious. So about you haven't told you haven't yet. told your husband not at all. At all? No, no, oh no, mm. I. No, I, I expected to have the money already, but um, it, uh, it just isn't panning out that way. No, no. Um, so no. I, I'm a little stuck. I don't know what to do. Well, first of all. It's, it's important to be open and honest with your relationship yes. about your financial situation. Exactly. Finances mm-hmm. are uh, one of the biggest reasons for divorce. And it's if um, you really got to talk to your partner. Because uh, you got to think of yourself as a unit. You're a... Uh, you're a, like a financial money-making unit, both of you. And as soon as you kind of, like your business partners, not only like life partners, uh, you're working towards a common goal of sustaining your family, uh, building equity, um, uh, we're planning for your retirement. These are all big goals that you do together. So if, if you kind of go off and drain everything and don't tell them about it and not become profitable about it, that 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 could be a big big reason for uh, someone leaving you. So, um, do you have a yeah. plan of when you're going to tell them at all, or? I don't. I'm 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 really really nervous about it. I yeah. I don't want him to leave me or mm-hmm. divorce me or anything. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know how to tell him. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, let's do a little role play. Um, uh, Diane, I drained our bank account so I could start my own sex shop. And you didn't want to tell me this because? Because I wanted to impress you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted you to be proud of me. But okay. the sex toys are all eight inches in diameter. And there's no market for that right now. Huh. And how do you feel about that? I, I gotta think about this. Okay. Uh, and see. <laughs> so, uh, well, at least she didn't divorce you. That is true. That is true. She just said, I have to think about this. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's an answer that uh, uh, your, your husband do. will give you. Wells, did you have something that you wanted to say there? Yeah, what if she just yelled it during sex that's a great idea i like that a lot mm-hmm. um what you, huh. you gotta butter them up you know what's Give something yeah guys love blowjobs blow the jinx, jinx you me a blow blow uh, no blowjob damn it we both said the wrong thing anyways huh. sorry yeah guys love blowjobs just you know go down on them and say i'm really mm-hmm. sorry but I, uh, I I drained our bank account because I thought I could uh, do something in the pandemic that's not panning out so well, and just say that you'll I don't know, mm-hmm. what, what, yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I'll give that a shot. That that might work. I, maybe I'll try that tonight. There, there you mm-hmm. go. Back massage. Just treat them well. So tell them that you're sorry, and um, just to say that you'll you'll do. You might be relieved because maybe he thought you were cheating on him. Yeah, too. that is true. You're going to that uh, mm-hmm. undisclosed location, and maybe it's something that uh, he thought you were cheating on him, and then you're like, no, no, you're the only man. I love you. Uh, well, good luck with that, uh, Leah. Hopefully, we can uh, that'll work out for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help. No, no problem. problem. Have a good night. Stay sex positive. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. Who? So, uh, mm-hmm. so you're into polyamory, uh, is that correct, there, uh, Peter? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I do have a great deal of experience with polyamory so how does that work with uh having you know multiple partners is do you all share finances or is it just oh, you no. and then they do their own thing or yeah it's, it's uh I, I you know i i think uh most relationships benefit these days from separating finances mm. and and pooling resources as needed for for specific uh uh items such as uh, rent and utilities if you if you live with the other person mm-hmm. uh but otherwise no i think it would be a i think it would <laughs> uh for for me in my experience with some of my partners it would be disastrous i i, I uh i've loved some wonderful people who were not particularly good with money uh which is being uh charitable if i describe it that way and i know uh, i know my finances would have utterly collapsed if our, our accounts were combined yeah, uh, and I've, I've made mistakes uh, along the way as well and I, I think it's it's not fair to to push those mistakes on another person uh i just uh i also i, I worry in in leah's case i wonder I, I don't know what went wrong with her product line as someone with experience with novelty products uh her, the fact that she hid the, the information from her partner yeah. uh, might have also prevented her from getting valuable feedback. She might have needed to yeah. to mm-hmm. be more successful. Well, she might have missed an, a, an important part of what was wrong with her her marketing. Yeah, well, with with two people not working during the pandemic, it's like they they're looking to do something. You know, it's like yeah. the other person could have helped out. Um, Absolutely. Uh, well. Um, who do you feel that do do we have anybody else calling in right now? We do. We have one more. Uh, it is Ken from Nebraska City, and his new wife wants to be intimate with someone new there. Oh wow! Oh. All right. Well, you're talking sex live with Chet and Diane. I'm Chet. I'm Diane. And uh, is this Ken? Hello. Yes. Hello. Oh, Hello. Hi, Ken. Hi. Hey, can, can you all hear me? I can. Are you able to hear me okay? Yes. Okay. Okay, great. Perfect. Uh, how are you folks doing tonight? Well, we're doing great. We are uh, cozy in our cabin up in Aspen or near Aspen, Colorado. Uh, just enjoying the fine weather outside and looking forward to Christmas. How about you, Ken? Well, things are good. I'm, you know, here on my farm here in Nebraska City. Mm-hmm. Things are, things are, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. No. But sorry, what was that? Uh, yes, it's in Nebraska. <laughs> well, oh, makes sense. Nice. I mean, well, Kansas City's in Missouri and in Kansas. I don't know. But uh, so. What's your question? Yeah, what can we help you out with? Well, you see, so I uh, I got married recently and to a to a young pretty lady. Mm-hmm. She's about fifteen years my junior. Okay, oh, wow. we got married. Mm-hmm. Oh well, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. 
Um, now, but the, but the thing is, I think I'm a little, a little old fashioned or maybe a little outdated for her because you know, she's into some of the things I think kids are into these days. And I'm, I'm just kind of not into, you know, like she's, she's really into, you know, what the kids are doing. They're using a Ouija board to summon spirits to have sex with them. Oh, oh. And so, so that's, so I, you know, that's something I just, I didn't do when I was her age. Okay. And so now, and so here, here's the crux of the problem. Mm-hmm. So now Michelle, the horror crux she of the summoned, problem. Oh, sorry. Go well, ahead. Michelle had summoned Frank apparently, and now they've hit it off. And Michelle, my wife wants me to watch her have sex with Frank in our barn. Okay. Oh. Now, okay. Now I've, I, I've seen this a few times. All right, I'm just not into it, okay? The cows are enjoying it. But, oh, well. you know, Michelle threatened to leave me if I don't condone her having her own thing with Frank. Okay. So have you, you've actually seen an apparition have sex with your young wife? Well, I no. I, apparently he's invisible to me, but okay. Michelle can see him. And I, I see her, you know, go to her woman thing while they're, you know, having ghost sex. Okay. Uh, do you think she just likes to masturbate and just wants? Oh, she's not masturbating. Oh, she's not. Is she's just literally like laying there and she's she's getting like just. And Frank is having sex with her. Oh yeah, they're making me watch. Uh, are you into cockling at all? You know, you know, Michelle said I could have my own ghost girlfriend, but you know, again, call me old fashioned. I like my sexual partners in physical form. So you know, look, you know. Let me ask you, my question is, am I being too possessive over her ghost possession obsession? I like that alliteration. Um, I guess it's not alliteration, it's more rhyming. But uh, I I would, uh, at least it's not a, a real person, you yeah. know? I don't know. I think if, if Diane was doing this to me, I'd be like, all right, seems hot, why not? Mm-hmm. So uh, I would ask to join in. If 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 it's fine, if you if you well, you know, I'm not ghost gay or anything like that. You know, I'm you know natural the way God wants us to have sex with female ghosts. Okay, so you don't want to have a devil's ghost triangle or just (laughs) ghost devil triangle. May I suggest an alternative in that same vein? I'm sorry, this is Peter here. Um, That freaked me out. First, I thought that maybe you were a ghost. Oh. Uh, I don't know I, I, anymore these days. That sounds fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you considered asking if, if her ghost partner might possess your body so that you could take on the role of the physical male body in this counter, is encounter? Uh, you could feel connected to the situation, but you wouldn't be interacting with the, uh, the, the ghost as a, as a separate entity, but as, a, as an extension of yourself or you as an extension of them. Isn't that what they did in that movie where they were making some clay pots or something? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, but yeah, ghost. Just, ghost. You know the, the movie Ghost. Yeah. If you could actually, um, I mean, if you don't believe in this, if you don't think this is real, or maybe it you might do. not be. I mean, oh, maybe. this is real. I, I I'm seeing it firsthand. I don't see Frank, but I can I can see him having his way just in the hay. Okay. Hmm. Well, okay. you are a physical person, yes. so if you were to just step I in am. wherever this ghost frank is uh and just start going at it and then if if she gets a little scared you just be like i'm frank and start 
pan and just maybe maybe she'll enjoy that. I don't know. Maybe that's what she wants you to do. Yeah, maybe that's maybe there's no Frank and she just wants you to roll. Well, I, I guess I could do that. I, I'm just concerned it might weird her out if she sees me saying on Frank and then she's also looking at Ghost Frank. Well, I mean, she is 15 years younger than you are. Um, I don't know. I, it, do you? I, I think it's natural to imagine somebody else while you're having sex. I, I mean, Diane thinks about. Marco Young Hugh Jackman. What? Oh. You said Marco Rubio? Margot Rubio. Oh, Margot Roby. Uh, I thought you said Marco Rubio. I'm like, nope. I'm out of here. He's a good looking man. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would understand that. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, she pictures me as Margot Robbie. And so. Or Robbie, I guess. Is it Robbie or Roby? One of those. I believe it's Robbie. Is it Robbie? Robbie. I just. Yeah. I like to put a French twang on it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Um, and and I picture her sometimes as also Margot Robbie, so yeah. it's just that's just how it is. So, um, but uh, I mean, what what are you comfortable with? Is I guess that's what it comes down to. Are you comfortable? Well, with you know, I I'd like to try to keep. I want to keep the marriage. You know, I I see a future with this young little lady. Maybe it's just a fad. Maybe it's just a phase that these kids are going through where they have sex with ghosts. I mean, I, I I'm not keeping up with with uh, as fads. Hey, Wells, you're pretty young. Is this something that uh, that kids are into nowadays? Is having sex with ghosts? Absolutely not. Okay, uh, I've never heard of this before. Well, you've never had you never summoned a ghost That's to have sex with because quarantine right now. I think that would be your best scenario. Um, not having any sex and to happen to summon a ghost to have sex with, I think that would actually be the bee's knees right now. All right. Um, that sounds like a phrase. What I'll do is I'll ask, I'll ask Frank if Frank could introduce me to a lovely little ghost lady. There you go. You know, maybe, maybe this will just be an unconventional thing. We'll get used to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this is. They call it the new normal, right? Yeah. Um, Paranormal uh, mm-hmm. cochlophilia? I don't know. Uh, what, what do you think about the, that? The Peter? new paranormal. Yeah, that, that maybe that would be the 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 uh, our, the NC seventeen paranormal. Uh, Certainly. Movie. I mean, I think it it the the big question here because you 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 made comment about uh, at least it's not a real person, but it sounds as though uh, it sounds as though she believes it to be real, and it sounds like our, our caller there does. Ken, uh, you said you can or cannot see Frank. Well, I can't see his body, but I can definitely see what he's doing to her body. Oh, Oh, he's real. He's there. uh, Not to be too vulgar here, but presuming uh, she's having, say, uh, uh, missionary-style intercourse with him, you, for instance, can see the effect on her vaginal canal from his entry? Well, I'm I'm, kind of sitting back where the cows are, so I can't see everything. You know, I don't... You know, well, that's your first. I don't uh, want to be too weird about it. Mistake there. Well, you should you should just be in. Just start slow and say, "Hey, can I watch? Can I come in? Can I watch? I, I'm into. I want to be more into you. I want to help you out. I'm gonna sit in the corner here and watch you. And if I'm aroused, maybe I'll masturbate. And then if it looks like there's actually a penis, like an outline of a penis going into her vaginal canal, then I would. Um, 
Wow. I mean, run. Yeah, probably. Um, mm-hmm. If it's not, if it's just her masturbating, then then you That's should fine. Yeah, I just... You should just try and say somehow to join in. And maybe that's just, she just is looking for you to have sex with her more. Uh, she's young. And... Well, it just makes me feel like I'm just not enough. Like she's not connecting to me emotionally. Mm-hmm. And maybe now she's not connecting to me in a physical way. So now she's trying to find love in another dimension. <laughs> so I, I would strongly suggest... Uh, it sounds like she is trying to call out to you desperately mm-hmm. to just have some type of physical connection with her. Um, maybe she'll so pay more attention to her. Yeah, you? just instead of going out and farming and work and tinkering in your workshop all day, you should probably go inside and try and actually uh, just just talk to her, or you know, give her a nice back massage, rub her feet. Um, just find your hands. I'm going to give her a day off the farm where she does not have to work the farm. Got it. Mm-hmm. That is a good idea. Uh, does she do a lot of work on the farm or is it just you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah. I, make, I put her to work. Okay. Oh, well. well, I mean, I, I, things must be much different in Nebraska, mm-hmm. but um, I, I would. Nebraska try City. No, Nebraska City. Sorry. The big city of Nebraska City. Uh, I would try to go in and uh, do that's the first thing. Just give her the the day off. And then, you know, if she starts doing this whole thing with her with her hands and whatnot, if you see Frank come in, just just, you know, I wouldn't startle her. I'd just go ahead and, and jump in and and say that you're interested to participate. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think you're right. Maybe we'll even have a, a no sex with Frank day. Oh, okay, sure. If you want to go into that route, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of different things you could do. Uh, I actually kind of like that idea. I think that we should probably do a role play where you're having sex with a ghost and I become the ghost. Huh. Yeah. Does that sound good? Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, um, I hope we helped you out I really think there's a ghost there. You you do think there's a ghost? Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Um... Uh, we don't have a whole lot of experience with no, uh, exorcisms or ghost busting. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't have a, a ectoplasm ray. Or... Well, you'll want to burn some sage there and then go. slaughter a lamb and put it mm-hmm. over, the, mm-hmm. over the bed. Yeah, Wells, Wells is, uh, he, he used to be a big um, evangelical Christian um, and so mm-hmm. he knows mm-hmm. a lot about good for you how to mm-hmm. uh, thwart off demons and ghosts. So anything else you would recommend mm-hmm. there, Wells? That should do it. Yeah. Uh, if that doesn't do it, you can always take some of the lamb's blood, put it just underneath their uh, perineum there. Oh wow, oh. that's a little yeah. much. Is uh, that expensive? I don't think she has one of those. Uh, okay. okay, that is that's um, a lot. A taint, yes. Uh, the female taints. Not very big, but um, it's there. Uh, mm. Holy mm. water. Maybe you could get your hands on some holy water. Uh, or oh, just, yeah. how oh, about yeah. you just destroy the Ouija board? Just yeah. just like, I don't know what happened to it. It's just gone. Maybe Frank took it with mm-hmm. him when he went back to his afterlife. So. Mm. Yeah. I'll Let's... burn the Ouija board. There you, there go. you go. That might do it right there. And then, you know what? Best thing is to... 
pay attention to her mm-hmm. and to make sure that uh, she is wanted and that she's appreciated and that she's loved and she has the physical attention that she needs. So uh, can you do that for me, Ken? Yeah, I'll do all that stuff. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, stay six positive out there. Stay safe, my friend. Uh, have a good night and, and please treat your lovely wife well. Well, thank you very much. You two have a good night and a happy, happy holidays to you both. Thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, my friend. Bye. All right, bye. That took a turn I didn't expect. Yeah, I was not expecting um, ghost sex. Uh, I mean, I, we've, we've been around a lot of different fetishes and Mm -hmm. stuff. I, I, I don't think we've dealt with a ghost fetish. Uh, Peter, how about you? Uh, no, not directly. I mean, there's a lot of history between uh, uh, the paranormal and sexuality connections, uh, some some real, some fake, or I, I guess I can't say whether or not they're real. I mean, you mentioned ectoplasm. That makes me think of the connection with the Ouija boards. The, the history of ectoplasm came from uh, spiritual mediums who, who would hide cheesecloth in their vaginas and then Ooh. pull it out during the the uh, the seance and pretend it was this thing called ectoplasm, uh, which of course I suppose that's where maybe some of the uh, um, moisture uh from it might have der- derivated from but uh yeah. there's there's a lot of history and odd ways of connections to that there, you'll find people on etsy sell haunted sex toys and Ooh, i can't yeah. speak to whether or not they're actually haunted that's something uh, no one's ever <laughs> asked me to test one of those so mm-hmm. I, I don't know well but i imagine there has to be i mean there my... there are toys shaped like various monster uh, uh genitals and mm-hmm. aliens and robots and uh, i'm sure somebody has some some fetishes for ghosts it's just a question of whether or not the connection is real and that's why i was so curious to see does he actually yeah. see the physical manifestation mm-hmm. of a ghost penis entering her body because yeah. uh, i mean he honestly if he recorded that and could prove it either he could win some money yeah mm-hmm. i mean trip man that would be a i mean all science is now just blown out the window there can you imagine the Pornhub category oh god right? well i'm sure there is a Pornhub video of uh basically a, a paranormal activity spoof i mean there's one for every single uh movie out there practically so mm-hmm. uh we, diane and i just like to have fun looking through different we, we saw aladdin and grinch and, and not the same after no, wow. I, i'm pulling up over 1100 results for ghost sex on pornhub right now wow there mm. you go it's just yeah. it's a thing and yep. uh, apparently i'm sorry if we offended anybody who it practices this often um, no judgment no judgment at all we support all types mm. of uh, sexual desires, as long as it's safe, sane, and consensual. Sane. Um, but uh, ha- would you have sex with a ghost there, Wells? I- I'm I'm pushing this, Wells. You should try this out since you are at home quarantined in your, your awesome studio, by the way. We forgot to... We're finally back out at your studio, but... Well, that's a big risk inviting mm-hmm. a succubus in because oh, you succubus, don't know what of course. succubus yeah. you're Yeah, well, I mean, no. the, the word succubus, uh, you, you know you're going to be getting one thing. That's blowjobs. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, yeah. Yeah, so. But I think tonight. Yeah, uh, blow, blowjobs to all around there tonight. Yeah, um, yeah uh, that, is, that is a, a crazy through line. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, well, does anybody else have anything to, that they want to add at all? Uh, oh, uh, we got we got Peter still looking for more uh, <laughs> go sex. He, I, we Just know doing plenty of research. Doing. There you go. Uh, he's going to pull out that snail and have a lot of fun. Snail? Um, Where's the snail? Oh, the I snail. see. It. Yes, I oh, yes. I don't yeah. know what that snail was for, but what? it looks fun. I don't even remember what that one's for. <laughs> it's been a while. Fun. I just looks, thought it looked pretty. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, well, it was a fun show, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Our Thank you, Twitch, for having us on. It'll probably get deleted soon. I don't know from the admins, but because who knows? I had to make the title, uh, the the word sex, S three X. Hey, so like Tesla's naming scheme. There you go. And yeah. it, it, it to the eye, it looks the same. Mm-hmm. But we'll be back in two weeks, uh, streaming live again. We want you to stay safe out there and quarantine everybody. Wear a mask if you go outside. Practice safe sex and be safe, sane, and consensual, and sex positive. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everyone.